Hello, everyone, and welcome to the next episode of Hoopod. My name is Blair Beverage, and happy 2017, everybody. That's right. We're into another year. Now, is the Hoopod going to change in 2017? Eh, not really. Our primary focus is always going to be introducing humans to the community. If you haven't been on the show before, please send us an email to humanpodcast at gmail.com. That is humanpodcast at gmail.com, and we will definitely arrange to get you on. Uh, but we know that there's going to be some gaps there. So uh, we're going to be having some shows with some former guests. We're going to be having some shows with just the hosts like this one. So from time to time, Joey Terrell and I might just kind of sit down and talk amongst ourselves. And, and this episode is, is one of those. We, we talked about our holiday seasons. Uh, we had a planned hiatus. So the timing was really good, though, because we all kind of went through some deep stuff. And we talk about it at length in this podcast, uh, specifically me. Uh, sorry in advance about that. But uh, yeah, this might be something we do from time to time. Uh, segueing into the second thing is we're playing some new games on the show. Uh, I will always give credit where it's due. This is A lot of these games I hear from other podcasts, like I talked about the Cocktails podcast was one of the uh, segments that we, we borrowed from there, if you will. And uh, we have another new one in this one called Deal Breakers, which... I got from the uh, Anna Ferris's Unqualified podcast. Uh, and I think this is one we'll be using again. This was a lot of fun. Uh, and we might have some others. In. And I'll, again, I'll always give credit where I hear these things from. Uh, but yeah, we're going to have more games, more fun. Next, I got to be better at promotion. So the Hoopod is found on the Facebooks. It is found on the Twitters at Hoopod. Uh, you can find us on iTunes and Stitchers. You can subscribe to us there. You can leave us comments there and, and, and ratings of our specific episodes. We'd love to see these ratings. We'd love to respond to them. That would be absolutely outstanding. Thank you guys so very much. You've been a very supportive community to this point, and uh, we want to keep it going for you guys. Uh, next, if any of anyone has any announcements they want to put out towards the community and want to use this as a medium to do so, Send us an email at humanpodcast at gmail.com and we'll put those out there for you. So, 2017, guys. The end of 16 was rough. It was very hard um, for a lot of us, but it's a brand new day. And we must carpe diem it. Carpe diem the shit out of it. So let's dive into the shall we? Hoopod number 32 with your guests, your hosts. Enjoy. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the next episode of Hoopod. We are back from vacation, everybody. Uh, on this week's show, we have us and just us. I hope that's okay. I hope that we will be enough for you. Uh, so, of course, us being myself, Blair Beveridge, my wonderful and lovely co-hosts, Joey Couture. I forgot what episode number we're on. Yeah, I don't know. 30-something, 30 32, maybe. Um, and our other lovely co-host, Tara Lynn Puxty. Hello. Now, look, off topic just quickly. I'm watching my cat wash herself. And it bothers me that she's not pointing, like, her toes. Like, you know how flexible they are, how they look like dancers? She's just there flexing her foot. And it looks really disgusting. And I feel like I want to go over and make her point, like a ballerina, because I feel she should be doing that. This is your ballerina. You're, you're projecting onto your cat. I am. I'm like a like a dance mum for my cat. <laughs> <laughs> that is off topic. Um, no, nothing's off topic tonight. Tonight we're going to just talk about what we've been up to for the last month, our holidays. 
2017, and uh, anything in between. Um, I don't think any of us really had a good last little while, have we? Nope, been bullshit. <laughs> what she said. Yeah, it's been been pretty bad. Um, Joey, why don't you start us off? What have you been up to for the last little bit? All right. Well, after we started taking a break, I decided that I was going to get back into crochet. And um, even though the listeners can't see it, if you follow me on Facebook or Twitter, uh, you can see that I've started a graph again, and I'm doing the Alliance banner in 8-bit but the the transition from itty bitty little teeny tiny teeny tiny squares that are literally like two millimeters wide on the page it's like 80 squares across and 90 squares down and i've got maybe a fifth of it done because it's so time consuming with having to swap out the colors um but i've also decided to open an etsy shop where I'm going to have all kinds of fun stuff. Like, I'm going to have, you know, blankets, scarves, little toys. Um, I did a little test with a a black mage I did in pink, uh, which actually I posted today. Um, Yeah, that's awesome. But nothing's to scale, right? No, nothing's to scale. (laughs) Uh, He was actually only supposed to be about four inches tall, but from the tip of his hat, depending on how it sits on his head, he's like six inches tall, but... So you get more than what you're after, so it's a bargain. Pretty much, pretty much. Um, I do have plans to do, like, little murlocs, and I want to make... I'll um, get one of those. I want to make little raccoons, and I have plans to do a baby raccoon human blanket to send to Felicia. Um, yeah, I guess we can get into that real quick. How yeah, that is wow, holy crap. <laughs> Unbelievable. Um, Best kept secret, hey. How do you hold that information in for almost nine months? And, you know, obviously there were people that knew, but the world at large, and and, and even us within our community, most of us had absolutely no idea. Well, you know, here's, here's the funny thing, too. Okay, let's think back to when Felicia was on Twitch and she was streaming Tomb Raider. Does anybody mm. recall the day that she was flipping out at her computer and it was trying to install Windows 10 and then somebody unbeknownst came into the room and she was already upset and then that got her more upset. I'm wondering, <laughs> because if, if the baby's due in like less than a month, I'm thinking, oh yeah, mood swings would have been hitting right about that time. I, I guess. <laughs> I mean, obviously I, I don't have any expertise in this area so i I don't want to make assumptions but i guess it's possible oh i'm not saying i have i just love how she would (laughs) i'm just i'm just you know i'm just looking back and be like oh wait a minute yeah i I, read into this a little bit more i love how um, someone put on team whom and they posted a little snippet of how she's talking about if she had a baby cheeky little foreshadowing right there the incredible long play for sure um, I actually, when I saw it, I, I, um, I actually mess, I messaged uh, Toronto gal. I'm like, is, is this real or is she punking us? Because like, it almost seemed like this could have been something that was a joke be- just because it was so came out of left field. And, uh, and, and even, I mean, Allison, be it feigned or not, she was, she was like, you know, I didn't know for sure, but I had heard some inklings and, 
and uh, no, this is this is legit. This is real. So I was like, oh wow. Like, I I I was on that fence of no, really sort of idea, but obviously, um, very very positive and, and congratulates. Look, I'm gonna congratulate her if I if I end up with egg on my face. I look like I have egg on my face, but obviously it didn't turn out that way. Um, I was my hats off to her. I mean, I saw her in July, and obviously back then she wasn't showing. She did the kind of live stream in front of ever or, or the. Uh, uh, the San Diego kind of uh, talk in front of all of us, and and uh, just just wow. I was gonna offer her to buy her a beer. I'm glad I didn't because I would have felt really dumb when she turned me down. <laughs> <laughs> From what I understand, though, um, it's okay to have like one glass of wine at dinner while you're pregnant. Like that's not gonna hurt the baby, but like beer, I would step away from. Well, just in general, when it comes to my friends, I'm, I'm usually not very observant, but uh, we've been caught a few times of not seeing it. Now it's like if someone walks in and they usually have a drink and they don't have a drink, we go, hmm, and the wheels start turning. And on a couple of occasions, we, we were spot on right. And, you know, a lot of our, my friends are having kids or in the process of, of raising their kids now. So it's, it's a lot more present, if you will, in, in my life. So um, I, I used to, I was blind as a bat. I don't see these things. People must think I'm always pregnant because I never drink beer. <laughs> well, yeah, because I mean, of the gluten, right? Yeah, but right, I don't right. really drink alcohol either. Like, according to some of my friends, I've been pregnant for the past 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's a long term, Terrell. And, uh, yeah, it's that... Uh, eventually you'll start showing, maybe. <laughs> One of these years. What's it called? That elephant station? Is that what it's called? Where it well, stays in for like two years or something? Yeah, I think because that's elephants do. Two years, yeah. that's right. Yeah, I'm going for a world record. There you go. <laughs> Ten and counting. <laughs> and and don't feel self conscious about it, Tierlin, because like I'm not a big alcohol oh, drinker. Don't. Like I cannot stand the taste of beer. It tastes so oh, stale to me. And both of my housemates, like they are, they're like beer aficionados. <laughs> and they well, and they keep trying to like get me to try different ciders, and I'm like, okay, I'll try it. But, like, I've tried so many, and I'm just like, nope, they all taste too much like beer. It doesn't matter if it has, like, 0.5% alcohol or, like, 10%. It just, all of the ciders taste like beer to me. I'm, see, from where I'm from, like, I'm, I enjoy Baja Rosa straight up or, like, mudslide-flavored Kahlua with a little bit of milk or Alan's coffee brandy and some milk. Like, I like those simple, cheap-ass, bitchy booze drinks. Those are what I like. <laughs> <laughs> and when I have them, it's very rare. And here I am drinking yeah, I... a beer while doing this podcast. <laughs> oh, you're not having a I bourbon. Used to... mm. I nope. used to try the, uh, the, the vodka cruises, the soda pop ones. But even that, like, as sweet as they were, I just... I'm not I don't love it I'd much rather have a solo or a lemonade I actually can't do the vodka mixed drinks they act, they make they actively make my teeth hurt like if I have one mm. my, you know be it uh, Smirnoff Ice or any of those um, name brands one and my teeth hurt they're just too sugary way too sugary yeah and your teeth are blue for like days afterwards Ugh, horrible the, the blue freezy ones absolutely um, yeah. now with beer I will flatly admit that if you have not had a beer or if you do not wish to desire to to uh, acquire a taste for a beer you never will it, it it is a lo- it is a choice that you make as a human being because it is an awful tasting drink when you first have it eventually you get used to it and you actually crave it in certain regards then ha- how did it ever catch on then 
You know, well, if someone first sipped it, who said, you know what, keep going for it? Well, obviously, they liked the effects of the beer as opposed to the taste. And some people yeah. do enjoy that that barley-type taste. And <clears throat> I can't say nobody. I mean, that's that's a blanket statement and, and, and a very bad one. But for me, like, my dad used to brew his own beer. So we had it readily available. I mean, the, the deal in my house was is my dad's like, you're allowed to drink the beer that I've made as long as, A, you don't drink in excess, and, and B, you, you don't go, like, you know, selling it to your friends or having your friends over and having raging parties and whatnot. And I never did. And because of that, I always had full run of my dad's, you know, beers. And I just kind of, for me, I wanted to, I don't know, have something in common with my dad. So I got into the different ones and they're ones I liked. They're ones that I didn't like. I formed my own opinions about them. And that in itself was able to create that bond that I was looking for. Um, and now I just like, I like it. Like I do, I come home and I'm and I'm really thirsty. I, I actually crave a beer. I don't have a lot of beer. I, I barely drink, frankly, but uh, I do enjoy them. Only on Twitch streams. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that's why it doesn't take Blair too long to get silly, because he doesn't <laughs> drink too much. Um, but uh, you know, I, I I like alcohol. I just just don't drink a lot of it. Even on New Year's this year, I think I only had a few glasses. Of, I'm on crutches right now, so that, that's a big portion of it. And I'll get to that in a, in a little bit. Actually, you know what? Why don't I do that now? So, uh, so my last month has been pretty shit, too. <laughs> um, in early December, I was playing in a corporate volleyball game, and my Achilles heel tore. Um, now, to, for anyone who's ever worried about this, I actually met a woman on New Year's Eve. I didn't meet her, but I, I reacquainted with her. And her ultimate fear is the tearing of an Achilles to the point where she couldn't even look at me. Um, and I'm like sitting there in, in my in my boot and I'm like, that's fine. I'm like, do you want me to show it to you? No, no, no. Like it freaked her right out. Anyway, so this was one of those injuries that I've always morbidly wondered, what would that be like? Because you've seen horror stories of what happens when an Achilles tendon tears. Now, there's a difference between an Achilles tear and an Achilles separation. The separation is what I think most people think about that's when the the tendon itself rolls up into your calf and you can actually like it just kind of rolls and you can see a ball in your calf that did not happen to me that's the incredibly painful one apparently when it happened to me is i heard a very loud bang like an audible bang and i thought something had hit me from behind like i was playing volleyball so i thought a rogue volleyball or somebody had like kicked me from behind that was the first feeling so I asked everybody there, I'm like, what hit me? And everyone's just looking at me like I'm crazy. Um, then I, I hobbled over to the bench. I realized something was wrong. I started icing it. Um, and the, the floor felt warped, which was the second thing that was very weird to me. And I looked at the floor, I think, well, maybe the floor broke. <laughs> you know, that's the thought that's going through my mind. Mm. And once I examined the, the floor, because it was an older gym, I said, no, no, the floor's fine. Um, but it really didn't hurt a lot. And that's the, that's the big kind of weirdness of this. Everyone always gives you the impression that this is an incredibly painful do you, injury. Do you think it was the adrenaline rush? Because when I did my meniscus in September, I didn't start hurting until hours later. Well, I mean, I did eventually experience certain a little bit of pain, and I'll, and I'll get to that, but I don't know. Like, yeah. it could have been, but I, th- I felt pretty calm. I didn't feel like I was dealing with too much of a rush. Um, but, you know, there it was, and I knew something was wrong. Um, now, luckily a guy that I work with lives in my neighborhood, so he was willing to take me home. 
Um, and the whole time I'm, I'm uh, um, being driven home by this guy, I'm trying to get in touch with my wife because I know I have to go to the hospital. And she's out doing a million and one errands and not looking at her phone. Uh, she eventually gets her, sees everything when she's, uh, when I'm halfway home and she's like billions of messages and calls me and goes, what's up? And I'm like, I think I need to go to the hospital. <laughs> He's like, oh no. Um, so, you know, we, we, you know, I get back and we go to the hospital and we're, we're there two hours to see, or sorry, first we went to an urgent care clinic. Uh, which I, I don't know if you have that in the U.S. Or, or in Australia, but it's kind of like a walk-in clinic, but a little higher tier. Um, yeah, we have them so, all over the place here. Right. Okay. So it was. It was. Um, they closed the tents. So we got there, and the lady goes, "Well, you failed something called the Thompson test. And what the Thompson test is, they squeeze your calf, and your foot's supposed to move. So anyone who wants to try this right now, um, look, squeeze your calves, and you, your your calf, and you'll see your foot move." When you do that and your foot doesn't move, that's usually an indication that you've you've ruptured your Achilles tendon. Um, she goes, I believe this is the issue. I'm not an expert, so I, I suggest you go to the ER. So we went to the ER, waited there two hours. And the whole time I'm walking on the foot, by the way, because I'm stupid. Um, so I get into the ER, wait two hours. They asked me if I wanted a wheelchair. I said, no, no, there would be people that probably need it more than I do. So I finally get in to see the doctor, and as I'm hobbling in to see the doctor, the nurse who's admitting me, she's like, why aren't you in a chair? And I'm like, well, you know, I figured that there'd be people here that need it more than I do. She goes, well, no one said men were smart. I'm like, oh, okay. So she, she, she gets a chair and rolls me over, and the, the ER doctor, after li- I had to listen to, because children always have priority in the ER here. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure everywhere. Um, so a few kids had to go through a few things. There was a girl who got her finger stuck in a pencil sharpener and, and another kid who had his arm dislocated because his mother was trying to put him in a coat. Like really horrible stuff over here. Plus someone had a sexually transmission disease. Those are the three I got to listen to. Um, yeah. Uh, but then he came over and he goes, okay, yep, you failed the Thompson test. And yeah, I think you have a partial tear because you could still point your toes. Uh, which you're not supposed to do, uh, come back tomorrow morning at 6.45 a.m. to see the specialist. So I'm like, why the hell did I just wait two hours? You just did the exact same thing the urgent care lady did, quite literally, other than the fact that you gave me an appointment with an expert. So <laughs> this has been a royal pain in my ass, as I'm sure anyone who's ever gone through this can attest to. First of all, foot. <laughs> yeah, and my foot. Um, first of all, it's winter in Canada. That is not the time to, to have this injury. Uh, secondly, I hate crutches. They, they hurt tremendously. Mm. And, I mean, you, you get used to it in some regards, but they're absolutely terrible. Um, oh, yeah. And my commute to work is I take a commuter train from my neighborhood into the city, and then I walk two kilometers to work. Well, I can't do that on the crutches, specifically in the winter. Um, so I would have had to take a cab to from from the kind of train hub into my office and then from my office to the train hub every day which was expensive that that thing was going to cost me an upwards of 20 plus dollars a day just to do that leg of it let alone all the rest of it um so i decided to rent a scooter and uh (laughs) what what did you call it jody a scootabout yeah a scootabout where it's kind of like an armchair but it's been propped up on a rotating wheelie motorized vehicle like thingy right yeah more or less so i have this thing which i then i take that to the commuter train we have yeah there's like a disabled 
uh, train within the, the commuter train takes me into the city and then I drive the two kilometers from the main train hub to my work. Now this works great unless we have really bad weather, which we haven't yet. We're supposed to tonight, so I'm not sure about what I'm going to do tomorrow. But um, but it it is invaluable in the workplace because when I was when I was going to work on my crutches, I had to basically have other people go do everything for me. I was I was like a, it was I was useless. Um, so now that I have the scooter, first of all, everybody thinks it's hilarious because um, <laughs> you can hear me worrying as soon as I come off the elevator. Um, I still want to see you with a flag. <laughs> There's no flag yet. A lot of people have asked about the flag. There's, uh, my family wants pictures too because nobody in my family has seen the scooter. The only I mean, the people I work with have seen it, and Dawn is my wife has seen it, but no one else. Um, I guess some people at Costco, but that's another. You thing. know what you could do though, Blair? You could just shave your head and go as Xavier. <laughs> <gasps> yes. <laughs> that's that's my nephew's name. Um, but uh, anyway, so the scooter is a lot of fun for people at work. They get a kick out of it, um, but it obviously comes with this drawback, and, and we can rent them. So I have it for two months, the whole duration of my injury, and then hopefully I don't need it much beyond that. I don't really know kind of what to do after that fact. Uh, frankly, I, I, I don't know if I get to start walking on it after two months or if I have to keep my weight off of it further, if I have to walk with crutches for a bit. I'm told usually you're not going to get full range of motion back for about a year and a half, but I just want to walk, man, because I will, t I will tell you this. I've gained the perspective of a handicapped person in a major city, and it doesn't matter how much you think that they're accommodated to. It is nowhere near enough. <laughs> it is so bad, and I live at, you know, I'm in a wonderful country that is very good to the people, and I'm in the biggest city in that country, and I am constantly running into accessibility issues downtown. Um, and it's, 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 it's the one thing I'm going to take out of this as a very positive thing is, is I've really got to see that side of, of, uh, of the city. And I can say this also definitively, 50% of the people I deal with on a daily basis have become, have been absolutely incredible. I've had incredible, I've had people stop their cars, come over and help me. I got stuck on a sidewalk once, <laughs> some lady's <laughs> stuck. Got out of her car and came over to assist me. I mean, I got I got out of it, but um, okay. You know, now, when you say stuck, were you like on a tilt, or was it that you just couldn't get up? Could Could you paint the picture a little bit for us? It It was. I was rolling by a convenience store who hadn't cleared their sidewalk full of ice, and the wheels wouldn't. They just kept spinning. They were not moving forward. They were not moving back. They just. It was. Like, I was. I was literally spinning my wheels, and so she she offered to help me. I eventually just used my foot and kicked myself you know past the icy part but um there's been oh, some incredible I, i'm sending you a gopro you have to strap it to yourself from now on in <laughs> i can just literally picture you in the middle of the night waking up and be like oh my god i want a midnight snack but i can't carry it back <laughs> dude i have to plan everything like literally everything uh my wife's like good you can finally see how it's like to be me because she plans and you know she she looks forward and this is how she she is she works she plans out her day and she executes it i fly by the seat of my pants most of the time you can't do that when you're hurt first of all i have to always wear po pockets number one thing i have to always be in something with pockets because that's the only way i can carry stuff um, you know, if I have to use the bathroom, that has to be planned. If I, you know, yeah. <laughs> there, everything needs to be planned now. And it, it's teaching me some good habits. I'll be honest, uh, stuff that I'll, you know, take from that as well. But you're right. Like you cannot just 
oh, I'll just do this now. No, no, you have to plan that. You have to execute that. You have to see what else you could do at the same time so that you can get as many of them off your list at the same time. It's crazy. <sighs> so beyond that injury, Terrell, what's the rest of your holidays been like? Um, yeah, okay, yeah, so I was paralyzed for about a week. Uh, <laughs> I felt like I was 80 years and old. And this is when Alex wasn't um, even, or sorry, your, your boyfriend wasn't actually at home. Yeah, that's right. So he left on the day that I had my end of year concert for the kids. And okay, see, this, this is the problem, right? My lovely Alex, he's not like very tall. Okay. So I never wear high heels. So when he does go away, I go, this is my time. I get to wear high heels. So I wore high heels for the night of the concert, which involved sort of running around and performing and dancing for about five hours. And now my body isn't used to that, so that's what caused the injury. So yeah, for a good week, um, I wore the consequences of wearing my heels. So now I'm quite happy in my flats. Um, yeah, but apart from that, um, as everyone knows, I posted in Team Human. Uh, my grandfather, he did sadly pass to, uh, no, yesterday, sorry. Um, but it happened and he sleep and, you know, all, all, is, all is good and we're, we're dealing with that. Very, very sad, but we're dealing. Um, but I am learning the ukulele. It's really, really bad. Maybe I'll even play something for you later. It, is the, just, it sounds like a child strumming poorly and trying to sing along with it. Mm. But um, it's been a really good outlet and I'm enjoying it. And it's also good for um, my vocal practice. And, um, yeah, that's about it. I've been melting because it's so hot here in australia yeah. it's the hottest summer we've had in three years not feeling bad so for you at all. i remember when we were in our summer you're like oh bring it on oh i love the heat oh it's you remember that joey remember when she used to say that no, i would yeah. never say that i would never yeah i'm pretty <laughs> sure we can find that one eat quite easily um but i i have heard that you guys have been high 30s low 40s way too much <laughs> <laughs> that's too much for me. I can't deal with that. That's way too hot. Oh, no, it, it's horrible because even the air conditioners aren't working because it's so hot that they keep just right. stopping. Yeah. Yeah. So we have to sometimes put the hose onto the air conditioner to cool it down. So that way we can be cool inside. <laughs> Which I know it sounds so old timey. Uh, well, Le but, um, Le Leangelis, yeah. who uh, um, is another one of our Australian humans, she's mm. often saying, how many showers can one have in a day? Like she, she's, I think she was saying she has to wake up in the middle of the night every night to, and have a cold shower just so she can go back to sleep. I'll be honest with you. I am just in my underpants right now because it's too hot like to put on clothes. That's how hot it is. So I'm very Homer Simpson right now. <laughs> I need a pack of peas to put on my head. <laughs> Whereas I'm literally wearing layers, multiple layers. Uh, <laughs> um, the timing of, of my injury also sucked because my office is moving, So, which if you've ever gone through an office move, I'm the IT guy, that's bad, and I can't do it, a lot of things, so I'm trying to put in some extra time when I can this week. I, I just got home, ate dinner in like 10 minutes, and, and we, we jumped onto this podcast. Joey had some driver issues. He, he just barely figured it out before we got on this podcast. <laughs> but guys, we are flying by the seat of our pants in this one. Well, yeah, because, okay, so long story short, okay, don't get me wrong, I like Windows 10, but the problem with Windows 10 is that over time I've discovered that certain softwares that technically can run on 10 
don't like to after a while. So I was watching one after another piece of software just completely stop working. And I was like, you know what? I'm sick of this shit. I'm going back to Windows 7. And it wasn't until like a half hour before we got into recording because the the computer kept going into stat kernel. Like it had, you know, non-paged area and and bad pool caller. Yep. I'm like, I don't need a pool guy. <laughs> I didn't I didn't know that Windows 7 is not compatible with USB 3.0 ports and because of the driver software it whenever Windows would try to active after the login screen it would try to go to the desktop those ports would just automatically start activating so I actually had to go into the BIOS and just completely turn the 3.0 ports completely off otherwise it wouldn't have let me use anything, and then everything just started working properly again, and I'm just like, thank God. And before we get the million Twitter messages saying how you can use it with Windows 7, Joey's aware of this. It's just he doesn't have the time to put into it right now. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so so he's good. He's good. He got it working, and that's all that mattered right now. So I thought about having a new a new kind of game, if you will. I've been listening to a lot of podcasts over the break, if you will. Um, and I've been getting some good ideas. And one of the podcasts I've been really enjoying is Anna Ferris's Unqualified. For anyone who hasn't seen it, I'll, I'll give it a really quick plug. If you guys don't know who Anna Ferris is, she's the lead actress from uh, Scary Movie. She did uh, The House of Bunny and a bunch of other stuff as well. She's married to Chris Pratt too, which is something that a lot of people know her for. Um, yeah, I'm a little jealous of her. Anyways, go on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's yes. Thank you. Uh, my wife points out uh, properly. She is one of the lead actresses on Mom with Alice and Janney right now. Um, but anyway, so the whole purpose of this podcast is she wanted to give unqualified advan- uh, advice to uh, people that call in or she calls via Skype and and they have and they have a quick conversation about it, relationship issues, be it you know between partners or, or, you know, co-workers or whatever the case may be. And uh, they, they have some pretty cool segments, and one of them is called Deal Breaker. Now, the, the, the way Deal Breaker works, in, and, I'll, and I'll pose the same question to both Tierlin and to Joey, is that I present a scenario, and uh, both Tierlin and Joey have to pretend like they're single during this, 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 uh, um, this exercise. I don't have to pretend, just so everyone's aware. <laughs> um, anyway, so Tierlin will have to pretend that she's signaled during this exercise. I present the scenario, and you tell me if what I'm, I'm saying is a deal breaker. Do you break off this relationship? Okay, you two ready? Alrighty, bring it. All right. So we'll start with Tierlin first, and then we'll go to Joy. But the scenario is, so you have a guy who is a top engineer at Elon Musk's SpaceX company and he's super mm-hmm. hot like super hot <laughs> you guys have been dating like Jensen Ackles hot sure Jensen Ackles hot or okay. whomever Joey okay. likes um Jensen Ackles Joey yeah yeah I saw him first back off <laughs> no 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 <laughs> you can have moose we've had this discussion <laughs> I don't want moose <laughs> Anyway, b- back to Mr. SpaceX. So you guys have been dating for over a month now, and to this point, there has been no physical action between you two. He's been giving <laughs> you hints, though, that tonight is the night that he wants it to happen. 
but before you guys get into anything, he asks to, uh, to use your bathroom. You're back at your place. So he goes in there, and he takes the steamiest and smelliest shit you've ever experienced in your life. And as soon as he comes out of the bathroom, all you could do is smell what he did in there, and he tries to initiate physical contact with you at that moment. Tierlin, is this a deal breaker? No, I'm not that shallow. You know, we all have, you know, smelly incidences, I feel. So it could have been just a one-off. It could have been something bad that he ate. So I would perhaps ask him to go sprays on some cologne or something and make sure his hands are clean. <laughs> but no, the smell wouldn't be a deal breaker. The point is, is that he's gone in there and he destroys your bathroom and then he comes out of the bathroom <laughs> and right in that exact moment... He wants to start getting intimate with you, even though there's clearly a lingering scent. That doesn't bother you at all. The timing of it all. Are you saying that the toilet is... No, not the timing, because maybe he wanted to be intimate all night, but he had pains, and now he feels relieved, and now he's ready to go for it. Okay. Joey, same scenario. Like, it's not ideal. It's not ideal, <laughs> but I wouldn't break someone up. I wouldn't break up with someone because of it. So, okay. Joey, same scenario. Dating a month, first time physical, destroys your bathroom, comes out, immediately tries to start physical contact. Well, okay. So I'm not a very subtle person. <laughs> I'm just going to say that right now. Um, I am, of course, going to comment on it and be like, what the hell? reacted wrong in your body <laughs> you know joke about it because it's it's a very obvious thing but then i'd mm. probably do the same thing that tierlin suggested it wouldn't be like a deal breaker but i would be like we might have to wait a few minutes for that to go away because otherwise i'm not gonna be able to think about anything else right now he continues to try to, to, to force the physical issue. For him, he's ready to go. You cannot stop smelling the smell. Still good? If the smell's not stuck to him, I'm like, we're moving this to a different room. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, same. Okay, so for neither of you, that that was not a deal breaker. Okay. But probably no, well, Joey and I have the same type, so I wasn't surprised by your response. <laughs> we all know what Jensen Ackles eats on set. We're not stupid. Mm. Pie. <laughs> uh, burgers with bacon. Nom, nom, nom. All right. Who's next? Terrilyn's next. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, all right. It's the girl of your dreams. You've been dating for a month. You really, really like her. You've been in intimate and all of that jazz. Mm -hmm. um, or, or the man of your dreams, Joey. Right. Um, so you're sitting down and the guild pops up and you're watching it and you just obviously love it. And he, she turns to you and says, I can't stand Felicia Day. Ooh. Deal breaker. <laughs> I'm just going to cut in right now and be like, I would be like, okay, listen, bitch, you better tie your <laughs> shoes because you be tripping. Get the fuck out. You know, I would probably, and this, this is probably a deal breaker, but I would have to ask follow-up questions. I would have to find out why. I'd be, what is it that bothers you so much about her? Why do you hate her so? 
See, and I wouldn't have to ask those questions because I would already instinctively know the answers. And if I heard them out loud, like, I would have to go to jail for burying a body. <laughs> no, I would still want to hear it. I'd like to hear the explanation. I'm not saying it's going to change my mind about anything, but I would need to hear it. But if the opinion, if, if it's a, a explanation that's in the same vein, yeah, it's a deal breaker. Yeah, well, some of us are masochists, some of us are realists. Well, you know, they're, they're, I have been in relationships where I see somebody and I like them and, and my partner just thinks that they are terrible. And uh, you, I, I listen as to why they think that. And if I think they may have a point, even if I don't agree with it, I'm okay with that. Not, you're not going to like the same people all the time. But when they're an important mm -hmm. person, as Felicia is, that's a different story. Like for me, I mean, it'd be like Billy Crystal or... Robin Williams or like those are the guys that I don't let anyone shit over Felicia Day being in there as well but uh, um, yep. yeah there's there's like no compromise for for certain so we have a deal breaker deal breaker yes yes I would dun, I, dun, I, dun. I would ask questions but yes all right Mr. Couture <laughs> all right I've got one and you, you can thank famous drag queen Trixie Mattel for this one because uh, I just thought i just remembered this and I'm like you know what this is a perfect one for you two. Oh, it's perfect okay so you've gone out you know on a few dates with you know this guy or this girl whatever and you're finally gonna go back to their place and you know there's a good chance you know a hookup could happen now as you step inside the house you happen to notice that everything looks like it came out of the 80s. It looks a little aged, but it also looks extremely neat. Uh, smells like the 80s. Um, I'm sure the air probably tastes like the 80s, too. Now, next to the couch, you see this golden wrapped wire magazine rack, and there's magazines poking out, and there's a bag of knitting next to it you're basically so, describing the house i grew up in but continue <laughs> now you turn to them and they're like oh yeah um do me a favor and don't uh mess with the magazines or the knitting because those are moms mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. now after that they immediately say that they have been passed away for the last 10 years mm -hmm. hmm. and everything in the house you realize is left the way that their he their parents last touched it hmm. and they expect their parent their at least their mom or their dad or both to arrive home later do you do stay the night or home? do you run for your life? Deal breaker or not? Not a deal breaker. So, so wait a minute. So they actually believe that their parents or whoever it is are coming home or is it just more of a, like they're holding on to what's there? Yeah, like mom or dad or both are dead, buried in the ground for like the last 10 years and mm. your date, this person you've been dating for a while is telling you that they are expecting them to come home sometime that night. 
as if like they're out somewhere and they're coming home. Mm. No. Sounds like they need to go to therapy, really. Yeah. They've got some trouble. Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, this one, I mean, my mom passed away 20 plus years ago on me. And I, you know, it. I know kind of the dark side of some people holding on to things and me included that, you know, it, it, you can't let it go because once you let it go, the person is actually dead. And, and you, you know, it, it, you need to go to therapy. Absolutely. 100%. But um, immediately, specifically, you know, the first night on a hookup, yeah, I don't think that's a, de- that's a deal breaker for me. I'm not saying I'm married to the person, but... No, no. I, I think I would endeavor not to get serious with them because they, you know, seem like they need to be on their own and work out their own issues first. I always say love yourself first before you love someone mm-hmm. else. Mm-hmm. Um, but it wouldn't be, yeah, running away deal breaker. See, and that's that's weird because for me, <laughs> I've seen enough scary movies to know that it's a sign and I need to run for my freaking life. <laughs> yeah, you watch a little too many 80s horror movies. <laughs> You're like painting this picture. And I'm like, I've seen this before. I even knew the, the golden wire rack. I knew exactly what you meant. We had one, but that's probably part of the reason. <laughs> How'd you guys find that? Did you like that segment? Is that something you want to do again? I really like that. Yeah, I'd do that again. Yeah. All right. Well, let's transition into um, an esteemed vampire cat, shall we? Oh. Oh, what's that? So, um, <laughs> not not too long ago, a, a little audio recording was done um, where uh, Mr. Couture decided he wanted to steal the show, so we let him. Um, no, he didn't. I didn't ab- decide anything. I just, <laughs> I read the line straight through. I read it yeah, once. Yeah, so freaking well. And <laughs> we've got a professional on our hands. I love how we did. I, that was one take, guys. That was one, all of them, one take. I'm like, I hate you. I hate you so much. Yeah, he was like, oh, I was just running out and had to do it really, really quickly. And I was like, screw you. <laughs> well, it was. I was running out because the medicine, okay, at that time, I'm, I'm glad I got sick when I did. Not that I like being sick at all, but like I could just feel the cold coming in, and I had to go to work. I was doing. I was recording it literally five minutes before I had to walk out of the house. I'm like, I have to do this now, or it's never going to get done. So I was just like, all right, this is the line. This is the line. This is the line. And I'm like, okay, just improv the emotion in it. I did it. I uploaded it. I sent it, and I'm like. You know what? I I think it sounds like shit. I hope she can use it. If I have to record <laughs> it and I have time, I'll redo it or whatever. And I'm sitting there on the bus and she's messaging me. She's like, I'm laughing my fucking ass off right now. It was <laughs> except without the use of profanity. It was so good. So very good. Um Oh Yeah. My publisher, even, she said she couldn't stop laughing. It was just perfection. So I think we need to start a petition up to get Joey his own yep. TV show. There you go. <laughs> as the voiceover like oh it'd be perfection you were pretty good dude pretty pretty good um so yeah as you might have gathered we did the uh little skit there um there was there was an early draft where uh i actually really liked when you did the the the, the operator at the end you're like i can't work like this <laughs> i'm not sure if that line actually made it into the final product but i really liked that take uh but that was that was our first shot at it you guys didn't get to hear um but uh, no, talk to us a little bit about Colt. What's what's the deal? Um, yeah, not a lot at the moment. So it's coming out June twenty seventh. So I, I have posted a um, something in Team Human earlier about sending in 
pictures of your cats doing something really embarrassing mm-hmm. or dressed up really cutesy and Colt Harper, the character in the book, is going to rate them and he's going to pretty much abuse you for being a horrible human being but in a really fun and light-hearted way. Right. So, um, yeah, the, the page is Colt Harper, a steam vampire cat and we're just trying to get just a little bit of buzz and just sort of, sort of sharing our love for cats everywhere. Um, so everyone who yeah, wants to find it, it's, so it's a Facebook page that we can find you on? Yeah, yeah, Colt Harper, Steam Vampire Cat, yeah. Yeah, so look that up. And so we, we, I would like to do some more recordings with Blair and Joey who are playing Colt and Jax. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'll talk to you guys a little bit later about that. I think we should do more because it was fun. It was a lot of fun, actually. <laughs> I, I enjoyed doing that. It, it was tough for me to, because I wanted to go into the... Uh, into my my closet because I you know I wanted to have good sound. I'm like no no this is legit Blair. This isn't you sitting in your computer with your computer fan making noise. You <laughs> you do this right, but I'm on one leg, so I'm like hopping into the closet, closing the door. And this is when I just had first hurt myself, barely able to balance. I'm like I can't bring the cane in because the cane makes noise and or the, the crutch makes noise. And uh, but uh, no, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. And I hope I hope we could do more. That was that was cool. I like that. I'll, I'll write another script. Excellent. <laughs> uh, and um, you said something about a ukulele earlier? <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> I've only played it for like two hours tops. Perfect. Let's um, go. I've managed to learn about six chords. Co- what you want me to Oh, yeah. It's bad. Absolutely. 100%. Okay. Right. And Joey, improv a song to her playing. Whatever you want. Oh, shit. <laughs> I can't wait too much enjoyment out of you swearing. Yeah, it's the only song I can play. <laughs> I'm trying to learn raindrops are falling on my head, but that's hard. Okay. Um, Is that from Singing in the Rain? Is that from Singing in the Rain? No. I don't know, I just know it from the episode of The Simpsons where they're on the bicycle at the end. Okay. Are you going to sing Hallelujah, Hallelujah, Hallelujah with me? Uh, I'll, I'll improvise. improvise. Okay. okay. Alright. <clears throat> I heard there was a secret chord that David played and it pleased the Lord, but you don't really care for me. Something, 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 something else. The minor fall, the major lift, the battle king composing hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Jason Trudeau. Joey, can we start our own like band together and go on X Factor? There you like, go. So I was on New Year's Eve when the big Mariah Carey thing happened. They, they later on they cut, cut over to Jason Derulo and I just like every five minutes. Jason Derulo. Was, oh, Jason Derulo. That oh, that was. Oh, it was so bad. It was good. <laughs> you know, if this 
guy who I don't even know if he's from America or where he's from because I haven't researched it. But if this guy can get viral singing about a pen and a pineapple, my yes. God, it's it cannot be that hard. It seems to be though. I like I, they must spend thousands to. I, I don't know. I don't know what they do. It's not really that hard because he has a pen, he has a pineapple, and then he has a, a pen pineapple pen. I think the secret sometimes to go viral is to just be to be terrible. So I think if I sang my ukulele song, I would become famous because it was so bad. <laughs> That's a secret. We it's got a time it. and place thing. Yeah. Time and place. I, 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 th- I was I, not too long ago the very first viral YouTube video. I don't even remember it. I, I didn't see it at the time. Um, it was 10 years, it turned 10, and I watched it. I remember going, I never saw this when it first came out, and I was pretty plugged into this world. I mean, this was like the biggest first viral video of our time, and I was like, nope, never seen it. I can't even recall what it is right now. Do you guys remember Shoes? Shoes? No. Oh my god, Shoes. Like Pimpo Shoes? I'm obsessed with Pimpo Shoes. I'm going to like collect them all. If anyone knows what I'm talking about, look up Pimpo Shoes because <gasps> mouthwateringly beautiful. Anyway, go on. Go on, Joey. All right. Long story short, Shoes was this weird, wacky creation done by um, actor-comedian Liam Sullivan. And he created a character named Kelly. And Kelly is this weird, outrageous punk girl who is very Daria-like in a way, but she's blonde, and her brother's a jock, her parents seem like Mormons, and she has an obsession with shoes. And then there was another song about you can't text message breakup and let me borrow that top. Yep, haven't heard any of those. Wow, y'all need to go watch that shit. You know, I mean, there was very few viral videos. Like, I didn't even know the term viral until Psy's video, like his the Gangnam Style. That was the very first one that I went, okay, this thing is beyond global. You know, I, I'd, I'd seen, like, My Spoon is Too Big and some other ones that were kind of culty, but nothing that really kind of took the world over. And then it well, became a thing. what about Leave Britney Alone? What about that okay. one? I'm sure you remember that one. Leave Britney, yeah. Leave Britney Alone or Charlie Bit My Finger. Okay, yes, those I do remember. But nothing on the same scale as when Gangnam Style came out. And the funny thing about that one is someone sent me the video when it first came out, and I go, this is the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. And then I just kind of, all right, that's, that was nice, moving on to the next thing. And it wasn't until like four months later that everybody saw it. So, like, that, that's the difference. Like, I could see a video and enjoy it and think, okay, that's kind of funny, but it wasn't viral. It wasn't viral until it was everywhere. What did the fox say? That was viral. You know, but I think after Gangnam Style, things just became viral because it was a thing to do. Like, you had to always put something up on that viral pedestal for a while. Like, there had to have something sitting there for everybody to talk about. I don't know. What do you guys think? Or did, did it always exist in your world? I think, yeah, it's always existed, the viral things. You think of the, the weatherman with the pumpkin head um, or the multiple videos of babies laughing. I mean, there's always been, since the internet, that sort of viral video, at least in my world. <laughs> For me, um, just before YouTube took off, everything was on MySpace, all the MySpace videos. Uh, that's where the Britney video was. That's where the Kelly video um, about shoes was 
but it was also MySpace video that I had discovered uh, Jeffrey Star and Shane Dawson um, before I noticed that they were switching all their stuff over to YouTube. Oh, oh, there was one other guy on MySpace, and I can't remember his name, but his 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 tagline show was called "Ask a Gay Man," and there was, I remember one of his videos went crazy because he was <laughs> he was explaining to other like guys you know who are generally queer like how you're supposed to clean yourself when you take a shower you know you wash your pikachu in your hot pocket <laughs> <laughs> like that kind of a thing and then he gets hired to be like some fashion coordinator and it was from him that i learned that carpenter jeans were a fashion don't and, I, and that was actually all i had because it was all that actually like fit comfortably <laughs> i was like oh shit i'm screwed mm. I, I, yeah, maybe I'd, I guess the old guy was late to the viral bandwagon or maybe I guess for me until something kind of hit that I can't get away from this. That's when I thought it was like with the, with the Leave Britney Alone video. I saw it a few times. Oh, yeah, OK. But it wasn't that I saw it every day, like continuously or oh, someone saying, oh, did you see this? Oh, like on like a daily basis for a while. And perhaps my 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 level is a little too high then. But uh, anyway. <laughs> well, I mean, there was also there's always you know the scandals around um, music videos that would have just been airing on MTV. Like, oh my God, did you see Britney's new moves? Or, mm. oh my God, did you see how little clothing that you know this guy had this girl wear in his video? And, oh my God, did you see what they did in that video? And when it airs, then you know it gets voted on and it's in the top ten and all right. that stuff. Like, yep, absolutely. You know, TRL was like the big was kind of as close to viral video ish for a while, really. Hmm. Uh, or or the VMAs on MTV, like that was like the once a year thing. Like Madonna rolling around on stage back in the eighties with, you know, like a virgin, and mm-hmm. that was very risque for nineteen eighty four. And we look yeah. at it now, and we're like, you know, ten year olds are doing the same thing, and we don't bat an eyelash. Yeah, that that's yeah. That makes me sad because I remember when Madonna did her like she came out with her you know like a virgin and her look and all this sort of like uber sexy stuff and I remember thinking, you know what that's not that bad. I understand why people were freaking out, but I never really thought it was that big a deal. Now when I'm seeing some of these very young girls doing things way worse, now I'm starting to going okay. Is it because I'm old or is it because they're really doing too much now? No, just they have to do uh, something more not... shocking every time to get noticed, like. Christina Aguilera's dirty when she wore the the chaps where her thighs yeah. were showing yeah. like that was like oh filthy and now like girls down the street wear that <laughs> well well and you also got all these girls who grew up in the Disney machine that are want to be seen as women and mm. so they go the exact opposite as they possibly can you know I mean you can count Aguilera in that bunch you can count Spears in there you can count Selena Gomez Miley Cyrus whatever I mean Miley was something else but um, when was Hannah Montana? That wasn't anything to do with Disney, was it? That was, no. yeah, Hannah Montana, that is Marnie Cyrus. Right, but that's not a Disney thing, right? Uh, yeah. I know the rest no, of it. No, it's, it's Disney. Yeah. It is Disney. It is Disney. So she is part of the Disney machine. Yeah. That's crazy. So, like, they, it's, it's like they, oh, anyway. So I, I, I started to feel bad for these girls. And I'm like, they, because I, I get it. They want it. It's like, okay, yes, I did the Disney thing, and that was amazing. But that's not who I am, and people want to put me in that box forever. So how how am I going to break this box? Well, I do the exact opposite to see what I could to try bring in a new audience to show people I'm not this innocent little girl anymore. 
And watching it is hard for me because I'm like, okay, you went too far? Mm. Did you have to go that far? I mean, I understand what you're trying to do, but is it really necessary to go that far? Do you have to lick a hammer? I mean... That's the thing, you, you don't hear anything from her anymore, do? do you? Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, those who burn twice as hot burn out twice as fast, or whatever the, the phrase is. I know there's... I can't... I'm messing it up. But, uh, yeah. All right. So we're going to wrap this up with... Uh, We've we've had a, a bunch of losses um, in in 2016 and, and you know Terrell in 2017, um, but some big losses within the entertainment community at, at large. Like it was getting, it, it was it was a horrible December watching these people fall and you know hearing some of these things. And one of my idols growing up and, and you know Carrie Fisher uh, being amongst them. Um, and, and I want to talk a little bit about both Carrie and, and, and Debbie Reynolds and, and uh, what, if anything, they meant to you guys in your life. Um, Joey, do you want to start? I remember when I first saw Carrie Fisher's Princess Leia, and I thought how uncanny it was that she, from the original Star Wars and in Empire, she kind of reminded me of my best friend's mom because they both had the same facial structure and it was just a really odd thing. And for a long time, I could never watch Return of the Jedi because I'm like, it's like I'm seeing my best friend's mom in the bikini and I don't want to see, <laughs> I don't want to see my best friend's mom that way. Um, but as far as Debbie goes, Debbie Reynolds. So, okay. My best friend, my grandmother, my mom's mom, passed away uh, a few days just before Christmas back in 97. And when I first discovered uh, Debbie Reynolds, I was watching her in Halloween Town, and it just reminded me of my grandmother so much that I fell in love with Debbie. And ever since then, that's how I've always seen her, was as my grandmother, and then when she passed away, it kind of felt like I, I lost my grandmother all over again. But um, something just told me that she was like, you know, I, I, I can't be here without my daughter. So yeah. I think she was just ready to was, go. Yeah, definitely heartbreak. How about you, Terrell? Did, did either of them have any influence on your life? I know you're younger, so I'm not quite sure if if they, they did or not, but I just, just more of a curiosity thing. Not really. Um, I probably knew more of Debbie Reynolds, especially in Will and Grace as the mother and just right. a very beautiful soul. But it, the, the passing of Carrie Fisher is definitely very sad. She didn't have a big impact on me because I was never a very big Star Wars buff or anything like that. But after her mm. passing, I did watch a lot of videos and I really liked how she wasn't caught up in the limelight of it all. Like a lot of people in Hollywood do seem to get this... Um, egotistical nature about themselves which always kept her very down to earth and she'd laugh at herself which I think is very important so um and she was very open about her addiction and I think that's very important as well so she's putting out a message there to everyone so yeah it wasn't a very fun year I mean um I, I was still upset about Alan Rickman that's going back to what, right. January wasn't it yeah it's been a lot of big losses this yeah. year yeah and then George Michael on Christmas Day um Prince it's just it's oh He's hoping to a better 2017. <laughs> David Bowie, yeah, there was there were some legends that we lost this year. Um, 
you know, I mean, a lot of people, like Alan Rickman was the other person that kind of um, kind of hurt. I mean, when we lost Robin Williams, that was a yeah. big blow to me. I don't get too attached to celebrities, but there are a few that I have, yeah. and Robin Williams was one of them, and, and Carrie Fisher was another. Yeah, Heath Ledger um, was the I knew, biggest one for me. Right, yeah. totally. Uh, and it's, it's I, I remember, I mean, when, when Carrie first had her heart attack on the plane, um, I was like, no, you can't do this. You cannot do this, not hurt. I mean, if it, if it was Harrison Ford or if he had died in the plane crash, I would have been almost like, you know, you know I mean, that really sucks, but I get it. But with, with Carrie, I mean, she's only 60, and, and I just, I wasn't ready. I wasn't mentally prepared for it. And uh, then, you know, all these positive reports came out about, oh, you know, she's in, you know, she's in ICU. I mean, she's obviously still fighting, but, um, you know, she's in stable condition. And so you heard all of these positive things, which I think was released. Uh, and I could be wrong, but I think it was released to kind of ease people's minds over the holiday mm-hmm. season because they knew how much Carrie Fisher meant to so many people. Uh, when the reality is, is that she slipped into a coma and never came out. Um, and, and when she did eventually pass away, um, I think at that point I, I'd prepared enough for it as an, an inevitability to be, not to be okay with it, but to deal with it better. Mm. But, uh, I mean, Carrie Fisher was in a lot of my favorite movies. Like my Harry Met Sally, if, if anyone who hasn't seen it, she plays Meg Ryan's best friend in that. Um, she's obviously the Star Wars movies. Uh, and, and I just remember... She was the woman that I was drawn to. She was strong. She was independent. She didn't need to be saved, but she also had a soft side. And I, and, and just in thinking back about this and reflecting, um, that's that's the woman I've always been attracted to. That you know, to, and she kind of showed me that archetype um, early on in my life. Like a lot of people go on about the golden bikini, and I'll be frank with you and. People will fight me on this all the time, and, and, I, and I don't waver. I never really had, like, the big kind of, oh, my God, she was super sexy moments in that. I was, I was almost like, oh, why would they do that to her? You know, I mean, that was honestly my, my point of view, and it made no sense. There's no need for her to be in this ridiculous costume. Um, and I thought that when I even first watched it as a young, you know, as a young man who you know, thought the world of, of, the, of both Carrie Fisher and the, and, the, and the character of Princess Leia. I never understood why they would do that to her. Um, it almost seemed disrespectful, and it was completely out of line with what her character was. Now, did she own it? Of course she did. Um, and did she work with it? Absolutely. But I just, I didn't like that they did that to her. Um, and, you know, she's, she's always lived life out loud. She talked about her addictions. She talked about her bipolar disorder. She's been a big mental health advocate. Uh, she was a script doctor for so many movies throughout you know, the years. She played a very active role in, in our media, even though we weren't seeing her act so much. And uh, losing her was a big blow to me. She, she was one of, I would say, one of my, uh, my, my uh, celebrity heroes, if you will. And, uh, and I'm going to miss her and watching... Episode 8 in December is going to be very difficult, uh, specifically because she was supposed to be in Episode 9. They've released that. I've maintained that they were going to kill e- each of the big three in these three movies, and I presumed it would be one a movie. Um, and a part of me was kind of hoping it was the character of Leia for this one because that would have given her a proper end. But 
um, unless they do rewrites. That's not how the, st the story currently is. But uh, yeah, so I just, you know, it's been a tough year and then losing a hero at the end of it was, was shitty, but uh, nowhere near as bad as obviously dealing with a loved one. So I don't want to diminish what anyone is going through in that regard. So how you going, guys? How was your, how was your holidays? How, how was your actual Christmas? Uh, my Christmas was I didn't realize how many presents I had for people until I went to wrap them. And as I'm wrapping them, I'm like, am I done yet? Am I going to run out of paper? <laughs> and with you, Daryl, how was Christmas? Um, I was very spoiled. I was very, very lucky. But none of the presents I got for everyone actually arrived in time. So <laughs> I had to put pictures of what everyone was getting on the tree with the slogan underneath saying, coming soon to a tree near you. So everyone kind <laughs> of received their present in the new year. So we had second Christmas and um, yeah, so that was nice, but I felt really bad because I was getting all these presents and I had nothing for anyone else. So, um, but that's post for you. But we still had a great time. It was a really lovely Christmas. I... Um being injured when I did, I had barely started my Christmas shopping and I had to do everything online. Yeah. And, um, I, I'd honestly always said, oh, I should do it everything online. But, you know, when you have a gun to your head, it's completely different. <laughs> um, I mean, thankfully, I got on it pretty quickly. And, and, you know, though I didn't get everything exactly how I wanted to get, I got, you know, I got a good amount of stuff and everything showed up on time. And that was great. There was one gift we ordered for um, a family member that was supposed to be delivered on time that didn't, so we had to exercise Plan B <laughs> in order to cover that one off. But uh, but uh, my wife executed it perfectly, um, and uh, yeah, I mean, it, I just sat around in a chair, and people brought me things, and I told the same story I told here tonight over and over again. That was that was my Christmas. I got my mom just quickly. Uh. It's called Secret Wood, and it is the coolest freaking thing in the world. It's um, a ring that's handmade, and inside is its own little secret world. So some rings have like a mini forest, and you can see the leaves are covered in snow, and it's so tiny, but it is absolutely stunning. So if anyone likes those quirky, really pretty gifts, go to secretwood.com and prepare for your jaw to hit the floor. They're so pretty. And it only just arrived yesterday. So that was my mom's Christmas present. <laughs> yeah, that's my story. Cool beans. All right, Joey, where can people find you on the internet? Um, you can find me window shopping, um, watching YouTube. I'm actually on YouTube. Oh, yeah, that's right. I have a channel. <laughs> you can find me on YouTube, Joey Couture. <laughs> um. <laughs> So if you aren't aware already, uh, I'll be doing a five-year anniversary video for uh, Vaginal Fantasy. I've been a fan of it ever since just before Geek and Sundry had originally started. And I'm, I've got the trailer out for it. So it's, it's a nice little two-minute like teaser, fun little you know quirky clip. And all of the t trailer is of the first episode that they ever had. Obviously, you know, the anniversary bill is going to cover much more than that. Um, uh, but other than that, you can also find me on Twitter at JoeyCouture underscore. And as soon as I have an item to actually put in my store, 
possibly even by next episode, I will tell you where to find me on Etsy, and you can go there. All right. Terrell. Um, I'm being a dork lately on YouTube, so if you want to go to there, Terrell and Puxty, I because I'm on holidays for like six weeks, so I've probably slightly lost my mind. <laughs> I've been interviewing my characters from my books, and that's just like a... Which I absolutely love, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and it's just a fun little segment that I've been doing. Um, yeah, just me locked in my bedroom without the air conditioner on because that makes a noise. So afterwards I'm like sweating and like not breathing very well. <laughs> um, so there's that. Uh, as you know, Tiz Thunder on Twitter, Tyrell and Puxty on Facey, Tyrell and Author on Insta, and yeah. All right. My name is Blair Beverage. You can find me at Blair Beverage, at Hoopod, and at Webisode Watch on the Twitters. You can find me Blair Beverage, one whole word, no dot, on pretty much all the other socials. Um, I'm going to plug a couple of things here that uh, I have found over the last little while. I talked about Anna Ferris is unqualified. Um, look them up. You'll enjoy it, especially if podcasting is your thing. Secondly, if anyone enjoyed the Space Janitors web series, uh, the creators are creating a new one called Deep Six that you can find on Facebook. I believe it is Deep Six Series. Uh, look them up. Hopefully you'll enjoy that. Uh, New Adventures Peter Wendy, their third season is is in the in up in the ether somewhere. So if you uh, check them out or find them, that that is probably my favorite web series of all time. I love the actors in that, um, and a couple of other geek and sundry from past uh, have have come together to create a new channel called Gay Dude Straight Dude. Um, this is James Brent Isaacs and Neil McNeil. Um, I, I check it out. They've, they've kind of their, their take, their take on the gay, a gay guy's point of view and in a straight guy's point of view. Um, I, I think it's just gay dude, straight dude, uh, at YouTube. You can look them up and you can find them. And that is it for this bonus episode. Uh, I talked way too much in this one, guys, way too much. I am so sorry. You, you, I, this is why I don't think I need to be interviewed because I talk too much when we do normal episodes, like really. <laughs> What, what If you guys were to really interview me, do you think you would say a single word other than your question? Yeah, because I would just fire off an air horn. Pretty much. That would probably be the best way of doing it. Um, I'd be like, I'm sorry, sir, but your time is up. No, no, you just start playing the music that they play at the Oscars. You know, where it's just Stop Play me off, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that would be a great edit just at the end of every time I start speaking, Joe just starts music and crescendo it up. I will say this, though. Um... Okay, anybody see uh, Meryl Streep's speech? I saw it on YouTube, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, the fact that nobody on that station and in that th- gathering played music or tried to get her off stage during her speech, I was like, yes, you let the queen talk. <laughs> That's one I person. I was so excited. Yeah, I don't think anyone could ever play off Meryl Streep. I don't care what she's talking about. It's just not something you ever do. <laughs> so let her finish, and when she's done, she's done. Um, but no, well, thank you guys very much for listening to us. We are ramping up for new guests in the new year. We do have one we're trying to schedule. It's 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 another European, so uh, the time zones are going to be a little bit fun. Um, but yeah, if you, if you wanted to be on this podcast, humanpodcast at gmail.com, if you're thinking about it, keep thinking about it. I mean, we want to interview each and every one of you. Um, and yeah, I guess that's it. Thank you all for tuning in and until next time. Take care.